0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis and Friends podcast. Today we are talking about the 1990s version of the Cleveland Browns and if this is a short episode then we'll just keep it short you know I understand with last week I was trying to fill some time and felt that we needed to add the 80s in there. Well, while also forgetting a big part of the 80s, and that was Bernie Kosar's emergence as the starting quarterback. And plus, let's be honest, he even helped usher in a great period that was once lost with the Cleveland Browns, going way back to when Paul Brown and Otto Graham, even Jim Brown, when they were winning. uh, Bernie Kosar brought them back to... uh, And also, head coach Marty Schottenheimer, sorry about that, sometimes I get tongue twisted, brought back a level of... uh, They brought back a level of respectability to the Cleveland Browns franchise. And that's what really scared a lot of the people that were, you know, in that kind of... Well, the Browns suck. But then Bernie Kosar comes in, Marty Schottenheimer retools everything, and they win. I mean, had they not run into John Elway's Denver Broncos almost every year, it seemed, I think the Browns go to the Super Bowl in those, 80, in those 86 and 87 years. Um, they probably do win. I mean, the Browns were a much better team than some of the teams that were um, deciding the Super Bowl crown in the 80s. I mean, in 89, you had them going up against the bickering Bills and beat them. Granted, it was a last and like they beat them in like 14 seconds because Clay Matthew just intercepts a beautiful pass by uh, Jim Kelly. But at the same time, what we need to realize is in the 80s, the Browns were profitable. I would, I know Art Modell isn't here anymore, but I would dare say that he couldn't even say they weren't. Uh, the 90s, a little different. Um, we have the emergence of Bill Belichick as a head coach. You know, some people say, oh, well, Bill Belichick wasn't really good in Cleveland and all that bullshit. Wrong. He was typically what you'd expect in a first year coach. He made mistakes um and we're gonna get into that right now so bill Belichick um was hired as the head coach of the Cleveland browns in nineteen ninety one um he before that he was he spent twelve years mostly with the Giants under head coach Bill Parcells winning two Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator there. Um, he wasn't really the typical... Well, as we know, he's Bill Belichick, let's be honest. He wasn't the one guy that is always going to give you the long answers to questions that the press wants. Um, so, he remakes the Bills or the Bills, the Browns, Um, he reformed Cleveland's scouting methods, and in conjunction with player personnel director Mike Lombardi, um, he tried to make a new identity for the Browns. Keep trying to say Bills. I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, he wanted a team that could really play in the cold weather, and it didn't translate immediately to on-field success. Um in 1991 they were 6 and 10 with the um offense and defense both kind of being Ne eh. Kozar was still the great passer that he is um he passed for almost 3 300 or 3500 yards and 18 touchdowns um but In 1992 he was a uh, Co- Bernie Kozar's out for the mo- for the rest of the or Bernie Kozar in 1992 in that season breaks his ankle twice and then sits out for most of the 92 season leaving Mike Tomczak under center. Uh the team finishes with a 7 and 9 record. They did not make the playoffs. Uh 1992 they can see that Kozar is physically declining and Belichick knows it. So he's left with a difficult choice. Um, Bernie Kozar was Cleveland's most popular athlete at the time. He was a hometown boy um, who could have went to any team in the world, but he decides to play for his Browns. Um, Belichick ends up getting Vinny Testaverdi from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1992. Um, but in 1993, Bernie Kosar is still the starter. Um, he's named the starter by Bill Belichick. Um, but in the third game against the Raiders, Belichick ends up pulling Kosar after he throws his third interception of the night, taking over with Los Angeles ahead 13 to nothing. Testaverdi leads two touchdown drives to win the game. Um, and then two weeks later, Belichick is named the starter, or Belichick. Belichick names Vinny, Vinny Testaverdi the starter, and on the verge of tears after a loss to the Dolphins, Kozar said he was disappointed with the decision and felt he had done what he could with what was at his disposable, disposal. Um, Kozar does return, though, because uh, Testaverdi suffers a separated right shoulder in a win against the Steelers on October 24th, But it was only temporary. The day after a loss against the Broncos the following week, the team cut him. Belichick cited his declining skills while Modell said it was the right move and asked fans to bear with us. Fans brought out grills and set fire to their season tickets. A 20-year-old student at Baldwin Wallace College picketed outside the team's training facilities with a sign that read, Cut Belichick, not Bernie. Cleveland won only two of the eight games after Kozar's release, finishing with a seven and nine record for the second year in a row. Now, Kozar does go on to play with the Dallas Cowboys winning a Super Bowl as a backup to Troy Aikman in, I think that was ninety three. Um and then he goes to play for the um for the Miami Dolphins as a backup to Dan Marino, um, Cleveland manages manages to right the ship in '94. While the quarterback situation had not been stabilized, the defense led the league in fewest, fewest points allowed. The Browns finished 11 and five, making the playoffs for the first time in five years. The Browns end up beating the Bill Parcells led Patriots in a wild card game, but our rival Pittsburgh won a 29-9 victory in the division playoff, ending the Browns' season. Here we go, Cleveland fans. I am so sorry for having to say this, but we're now moving on to Art Modell moving to Baltimore. Um, (laughs) Which is so funny because Cleveland is doing good again. Um, Modell was in financial trouble, and... Supposedly, this dated back to 1973. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because you know, Art Model ends up leasing Cleveland Municipal Stadium from the city for a pin- pittance. Um, Only enough to service the fa- facility's debt and pay property taxes. Um, Cleveland Brown Stadium Corporation, or Stadium Corp, is a company that was owned by Art Modell and a uh, business associate that he had. And they held a 25-year lease. Um, And they would sublease the stadium to the Browns and the Cleveland I- Indians, which is now the Cleveland Guardians. And they would rent it out also for concerts and other events. Um it worked fine for the city but Modell early on um was troubled. So in comes the disaster that is known as 1995. Um 1995 they're doing really good. Um they start off with a the, the 95 season with a 4 and 4 record. Um, and then word leaked that Art model is moving the team to Baltimore, and then all of a sudden he uh the Browns go only five and eleven, and people you know are really upset about it um he ends up firing. Bill Belichick, and then, then, you know, he moves to the one and only um, Baltimore and becomes Baltimore Ravens, exciting old Baltimore Colts fans. Uh, Although in 1996, there's good news. Um, The NFL is bringing back the Cleveland Browns. Not in nineteen ninety six, but in nineteen ninety nine. Um they are I don't consider it a s- expansion team at that part point, but it's funny because they could have paid Model to try and get the name or to try and keep the team in the uh City, and then he could have just had his own, but it didn't happen that way, which is really sad. Um, Carmen Policy, who helped build the 49ers dynasty of the 80s, ends up owning 10% of the team and was to run football operations. They sign, um, <laughs> they hire Dwight Clark, who is a former 49ers wide receiver during the Joe Montana era. Um and name him team's operation director. And then they sign offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Chris Palmer, in 1999 as the team's first head coach. Um, They do the expansion draft, and they pick Tim Couch. So when we come back, which will be the rejoining the NFL Browns, It'll be 1999 through 2004. But, you know, I just want to tell you guys how thankful we are here at Stephen Jarvis and Friends Podcast for everyone that, you know, helps us out and wants us to keep going. Um, I'm going to stay here as long as I can and hopefully keep bringing the joy that you guys enjoy and all that. If not, I'm sorry. Um, So... Hopefully you'll join me next Monday. I will be changing that our I will be now hosting the podcast on Mondays now. Um I think that's gonna be a smart day to or smart thing to do so that people start off their weeks, you know, when they're at work or whatever. And also I think it's gonna be a good move moving forward. That's not set in stone yet. I'm gonna be moving it around. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up on Wednesday. Um one of these days I got to get a new camera to record for recording and all that. Cause this camera on my laptop is just garbage, but I just want you all to know that we are appreciative here. I know that we get flooded by fans asking for Alyssa to come back, but she's on a temporary basis. Now um, I'm going to try and bring in some guests that would help me host an episode But more on that when that decision comes. All right. Thank you so very much. And goodbye.